It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. The aggressive progressive Christopher Hahn. It's a 77 WABC debate. Heavyweight slugfest. Good afternoon, New York, and welcome. This is the left versus the right. Chris Hahn. Curtis Lewa coming from coming to you live from the greatest city on earth, New York, New York. Happy New Year. We'll be taking your calls at 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-WABC. Uh, ah, happy used, New Year, my man. Used to be the is, greatest city is, in is. the world. Every city is going through problems. We're still greater than the other oh, cities. Oh, no, no. Yeah, it's oh, relative. No. It's relative. <laughs> oh, okay. You want to move to Nashville? <laughs> Let me tell you. I do love a hot People chicken. Are. I do love a hot chicken. People are Miami. Even your friend, AOC, all out Christ, uh, crazy. Where was she? Miami Beach, Collins Can't she Avenue. go on vacation? Is she not allowed to go on vacation? To DeSantis people were, get, people were getting all mad. They were tweeting about her boyfriend's feet or something like that. Oh, yeah. Know. Well, that barbarian. <laughs> yeah, horrible Harry, Harry toes, and then he's wearing the flip-flops. Oh, give, her, give him a break, man. Give him a break. But anyway. You never uh, wore a flip-flop? Uh, no. Never did. That's um, so unmanly. I'm, I'm calling on all New Yorkers to find a picture of Curtis Lewa in his bunny slippers going out for the paper. Never. Speaking of uh, <laughs> speaking of bunny, we're going to talk about the bunny man in Puerto Rico. Oh, boy. The super spreader event of all time. That's a bad bunny. The <laughs> the COVID rate on PR, which actually had uh, this COVID-19 in check, has gone up 4,000%. That's pretty crazy. I mean, we got 400,000 cases, uh, what, a day now in uh, America. Yeah. Imagine going up 4,000%. We'll discuss all we that We will. Absolutely. How, how was your New Year, man? Did, I guess you were here most of it. I was here talking with Cousin Brucey as the ball was falling. Oh, hey, Cousins. That's right. And, Did you uh, do this? Then uh, <laughs> continued on until 6 in the morning and a stream of consciousness. But I had an opportunity because you see in our broadcast area here, we have we have uh, the 72-inch uh, big screen TVs of all the They're major all cable the place, networks. Yeah. We have, a, we have a, tra- a crazy good story. Studio here in New York, and it was so good because I had a chance to watch the CNN broadcast, and then also the Fox News broadcast. So CNN live, Times Square, yep. Andy Cohen, and uh, getting trashed. Right, you almost forget the guy was with him because uh, it was the Andy Cohen Cooper, show. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then out of Nashville, which is like the new center for Fox News activity, uh, they're partying there. No masks, no separation. They're in a gym. Last now. trip I took before COVID was to Nashville. It's a great city, great little city. And hot chicken is one of my favorite things on the planet. And the then my favorite was the meatball drop in South Carolina. <laughs> the world's biggest meatball they dropped, which brought in the new year. But what a change between up north and up yeah. south, how they celebrated New Year's. And I want to know, though, how did you, Chris Hahn, <laughs> the aggressive progressive, celebrate New Year's? Were you jumping in a mosh pit? So, no, uh, I did nothing. This I watched uh, a couple episodes of Cobra Kai with my wife and my daughters. Cobra Kai? It's the reboot of the Karate Kid franchise. You, you don't know this? Ask your wife. She'll tell no, you. She's young enough. I remember Karate Kid. I remember John yeah, Appleson. It's, just, it's the a director. Netflix series with uh, with those guys in it. It's it's very good. Very good. Cobra Kai. All right. Yeah, Boy, yeah. that sounds like an exciting <laughs> New Year's Eve. I, I, we took a walk on the beach with the dogs. Oh, the dogs. Uh, and I saw some well, seals. That, that's sort of like the picture of Joe Biden we've seen lately. They had him with his uh, former German shepherd walking on the shore there. At Delaware, right? His current German shepherd. <laughs> Not, no longer White House approved German shepherd. But, yeah, the, the, the former White House dog and you saw seals we did see see the seals are back 
Uh, the sharks didn't drag him out to funny. sea. I always say to myself, wherever there are seals, there are sharks. There are. And I always look for those sharks because you usually see the baby seals are up on the rocks. Yes. You've got to figure the mama seals swimming around there somewhere. Sometimes I'll see the mama seal. But I have never seen the great whites behind him. And we know in the Long Island Sound, they follow those seals right in. And I'm, one day, I'm going to go out there and going to see one of these seals getting eaten by a shark. It's going to be very disturbing. Because okay. I enjoy so seeing the seals. You're walking with your wife, your daughter, and the bucolic. No, just me, my wife, and the dogs. The two All right. dogs. And the dog. And a bucolic there, the Long Island Sound. That's very nice. And the seals. But then eventually, you, you retire indoors. Indoors. To watch the dropping of the uh, ball. Well, I, I you know. I text everyone I know, everybody who I've texted in the previous year, including you, by the way. I've texted you, Happy New Year. You did not respond. God, I also texted what you. What do you think I'm going to respond to you? <laughs> I also texted you a picture of the ample amounts of cream cheese at my bagel store by my house. And I asked you, what do you want me to pick up for you? Oh, you, were like, you can't find you were it like the, the only one. I couldn't find any, <laughs> yeah. any oh, no, for the no, bagel. There's, there's lots of cream cheese. I texted you a full picture the of, Zola, margarine, of a, a variety of cream cheese, any flavor you might, oh, you no, might Joe desire. Biden, Joe Biden's responsible No, it's all Joe Biden. Booty shade, booty yeah, shade, yeah, booty yeah. Shade, the booty free shade. market couldn't solve it. Uh, so it, you know, so I texted everybody I know, get some nice mail. I did a little Fox Five here in New York. Oh, good, good. Um, came out of one of the texts. I texted one of my reporter friends, and she's like, "Can you come on right now?" Ooh, ooh uh, lens lights. So, of course, you said yes. I said, "Sure, why not?" I was home by myself. My wife and my daughter went shopping. My wife it was my wife's first day out of quarantine. Oh man, <laughs> she had COVID, huh? She did. She had COVID. And how she bad? Was, how bad was it? Not bad. Mm. Not bad. She had a, a little bit, little a cold. She had mm. a cold for a week, basically five days of a cold, and then five days of just sitting around doing nothing. Uh, and then they went out shopping. So I was texting everybody. I did. They asked me to come on Fox 5 and say, you know, what do we expect for Adams? Can you say the good and the bad about the Blasio? I had a real hard time coming up with the good. Uh, I'm, sure. <laughs> so, I'm sure. Did you scrape up anything? I, I said, you know what? He cared about the poor. He did. He, he, he might have been misguided in the way he dealt with it. But he did care about the poor in this city, and he, he it was a, a, of the forefront of his agenda. But that said, I felt that he governed as an ideologue, and I don't believe there is a left or right way to run a city. There is a right and there is a wrong way to do it. You got to pave the roads. You got to keep people safe. You got to make sure people get to school on time. You got to make sure that the the bridges don't collapse. Well, in the case of De Blasio, he had to make sure he got to work on time, which he never did. No, he never did. He was always a dollar short and a day late. But let me ask you this: you were actually able to find one thing to say positive about I really, De Blasio. It was hard. Do you realize? She that's kept gonna, asking me. She's like, "Do you got anything good to say about him?" I go, that, that's going to make you are you are. That's going to make Democrat. his uh, campaign real now that he's <laughs> yeah, running for yeah, governor. When he's running for governor, have you, Chris Hahn, endorsing? Are they, they going to also Bill take me on Fox Fox News? Where I actually was on some other channel where I said he would come in sixth in a five way race for governor. Wait, wait a second, you were on another channel? I thought you were married to. Fox I, I do News mostly Fox, but every now and then, every now and then, every now and then, I go on another channel. They asked me about De Blasio, and I said, "Yeah, he he." He's delusional if he thinks he's going to be governor of the state of New York. I, I, he is the only person that can make me vote for a Republican, unless, of course, it's your buddy, Andrew Giuliani. I will not, under any circumstances, vote for Andrew Giuliani. Let me tell you something. Uh, I have never seen in politics in my lifetime anyone so scorned, so loathed, so hated by everybody, not even Nixon. Right. When he left on uh, Marine uh, Helicopter One and yep. said, America's got to know they don't have a crook for a president, as he went out to San Clemente to avoid impeachment. Right. Even he had his supporters back then. A couple of people, yeah. 
De Blasio to leave. has nobody but you on a soundbite. I, 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 I honestly leave. don't support him at all. I was I was like, push, please, just give me something nice. Uh, he liked poor people. He, he tried to help them. He didn't do a good job at it, but he tried. Oh, but the guy <laughs> who did a great job of trashing him on his way out was Andy Cohen. Oh, God. Yeah, I watched that, man. That he was something. He was <laughs> half in the bag. He was like uh, so, so wasted. I cannot watch those New Year's shows anymore where they let everybody drink. It's so Well, you had weird. Anderson Cooper. You had Andy Cohen. And then right. later on, they went to New Orleans. Uh, and you talk about not following any protocol. Yeah, no. no social distancing. Nothing going no, on there. No Don Lemon, his eyes were rolling in his head. He was so drunk. But listen to the riff of Andy Cohen. He's basically talking as de Blasio and Charlene are having their yeah, last they're dance. dancing on Times Square right behind him. And he's like, screw that guy. Good job, Andy. Tell us something, Andy. Watching Mayor de Blasio. Oh, don't go on a rant. Do his victory lap dance <laughs> after four years of the, the crappiest term as the mayor of New York. The That's only thing the that Democrats and Republicans can That's agree how, on I mean, is, is what how, a horrible mayor he has he, been. Wow. So sayonara, sucker. <laughs> Wow. 2022. I mean, it's a new year. Because guess what? I have a feeling of which, I'm going to be standing right here which. next year. And you know who I'm not going to be looking at? Dancing as the city comes aboard. I mean, was he great. was on a rant. Uh, the next day, yesterday, uh, he tweeted out, uh, I was overserved. I was overserved. He, he was serving himself, though. He was, he was literally pouring himself shots. But, I mean, what is it? You know, CNN fancies itself as, you know, a standard international news organization. You could get it anywhere in the world. Why is it on New Year's Eve they decide to become like, uh, what, what, what could we equate it to? Uh, the I, Blues Brothers. Yeah, I don't even know you, you equate it to that. I, I don't know what you equate it to. It's Animal it's, House. It's ridiculous. There's Animal no House. rules on New Year's Eve for them. I mean, totally drunk as skunk. Yeah, and why did they get rid of Kathy Griffin? She was good at that. Like, she didn't get drunk. She had material. Now, I get it. She took some picture with Trump and everybody got all worried about. Chopping his head off. Yeah, she, it wasn't really Trump's head. It was some photographer said, hey, hold this up. I know you've been there where photographers say, hey, Absolutely. come on, shake Absolutely. Chris Hahn's yep, hand. Yep, 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 It'll be true. good for the photo. God, yeah, we've so done horrible. it, right? I mean, we've all taken pictures that people can hold against us. Well, let me give you But a, she no, was good at it with him. It yeah. was like, you know. Oh, no. this. Uh, first of all, that was priceless. So what he said about it. It was priceless. It was let the me, best moment he's ever had on cable. Let me give you an update on the most despised, loathed political figure, maybe in history. Maybe in history. So he's supposed to leave Gracie Mansion. Eric Adams, uh, the new mayor, hasn't yet decided if he's going to cop his squad at Gracie Mansion or what. Right. But the de Blasio... Was he going to stay at his apartment across the river? Where's was he doing? Well, we'll get into that momentarily. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, the point is, he couldn't move into Gracie Mansion if he wanted to, because de Blasio and Charlene, they're squatting there. They How is leave. that even possible? They will not leave, because they're having their uh, building that they own in Park Slope, amongst all the progressives right, and liberals right. that they love, on 7th Avenue and 11th Street. 
uh, rehabbed. You know, they have two buildings there. One their mother used to live in. She died. They now rent out. And then they have the building they raised their family in. And they won't move in there until it's uh, rehabbed to specs. So we're putting them up at the Marriott (laughs) Hotel. Downtown Brooklyn in yeah. the penthouse suite. Unbelievable. Until they're ready. We're paying How are for we paying? Why are we paying for that? How I, is that possible? I have no idea. Are you sure we're paying yes. for it? Not just the detail yes. that's around no, no, him? We're paying it. And he has six cops assigned to him and Charlene. 24-7, right. Unbelievable. The guy who led the effort to defund the police. And he's still in Gracie Mansion right now? Still. He's just squatting there. Unbelievable. He refuses to leave. And actually, Eric Adams, oh, no, no, stay as long as you want. Yeah, yeah, Remember, he's, he's jumping from apartment Department. The guy is like working his butt off. Too. Yeah, he Let's is, be but clear. He's, uh, he's been he's been on the job since midnight started. Thank God, because we had to just get all the De Blasio out and just start over. Yeah, but you see, being a curb chaser, um, uh, excuse me, curb jumper, a skirt chaser, he can jump from apartment to apartment. Stop. He's not married. Stop. He's not married. Uh, as long as he does the job, that's all we yeah, care well, about. Yeah, well, that's all we care about. But imagine if he had, like, you know, the wife and the kids living with him. They'd be saying, they'd well, be saying at the Blasio, hey, it's time. Yeah, you know? get out of here, man. <laughs> time to go. De Blasio's turned it into a squat, a hippie I, squat. I guess he wants to stay in Manhattan so he could get over to the Morning Joe set. Easily, without having to go across now, you the don't bridge. Think, you don't think you're going to hire him as a contributor? I don't you? know if they're going to hire him as a contributor, but I know he'll be on this week at some point because he's always on. And I'm, I, again, producers of Morning Joe who are listening to this show, I enjoy having a cup of coffee while I watch Morning Joe, except when that guy's yeah, on. I, mean, I, I don't want to see his failure face I, I, I don't understand. He's got no following. There's nobody interested in him. Liberals and progressives hate him. Conservatives hated him from day one. Yep. Moderates uh, hated him after his first term. And those who are apolitical, they just learn to repeat everything else they hear in the street. F the Blasio. Right, right, right. I mean, that's the common chant. F right. the Blasio. He's, he's the Brandon of New York. we got to come up with a new name. Oh, that's right. Curtis. That's right. Let's go Curtis, we'll say. <laughs> Call him Curtis. Right anyway, now. our numbers on the departure of De Blasio, who won't leave Gracie Mansion. He's squatting there. One eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. And we continue to pay for him living uh, eventually at the Marriott in the penthouse suite in downtown Brooklyn. One eight hundred eight four eight WABC. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. The aggressive progressive Christopher Hahn. The 77 WABC debate. Heavyweight slugfest on New York's news and talk station. 77 WABC. One eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. That's one eight hundred eight four eight WABC. Chris on Curtis Sliwa with you till five. Curtis will be back at nine, going all the way till one a.m. Uh, Chris, what's this rejoin music? Uh, what was that crap? Uh, it's that Green Day. It's, it's Green Day. It's called American Idiot. Green Bay in Green, honor of Green Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Green Day, one of the greatest bands of the last twenty years. American Idiot, one of the greatest albums. Since the turn of the century, Green Day uh, Green is Day. that like you know pro green everything you know no. I, I don't know fields. where they get their name from. They're from a band from Oakland. They're great. They're awesome. Oaktown, huh? Oaktown, baby, Oaktown. Oh, California. wait a second. That reminds me. Years back, I was at the Palladium. The opening acts: Tower of Power from Oakland and War. War. <laughs> what is Oaktown. it good for? That's right. Is that their good. song? That's right. And you know who the lead act was at the Palladium? Who? The band from the Mid Hudson. The, the Mid-Hudson Valley. That's oh, right. All right. Okay. And I think it only cost me like 14 bucks back then. Was 
was uh, was Bob Dylan with the band back then? No, 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 he wasn't with the band. No, okay, he wasn't so. with the band. I thought Bob Dylan was with the band at one point. I, I think he was. I yeah. think they had some kind of uh, they had some sort of a, an awakening. So back to New Year's Eve. Uh, I I did watch mostly CNN because they were drunk and it was driving me a little nutty. So I flipped over to. Uh, Channel 7 here in New York, ABC, New Year's Rockin' Eve. Oh, oh, Dick, Dick Clark's Clark. New Year's Rockin' Eve. Was it the ghost of Dick Clark yet? I guess they got to call it Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve forever because I guess he owns it. Uh, and Ryan Seacrest was okay. Uh, oh, God, that guy is milk toast. They had this woman who I guess was famous because she's on Instagram. I, I had no idea oh, who she, she was. Influences. She was very disturbing to me, maybe because I'm getting old. She probably, if you were younger, probably liked her. But what really annoyed me was they had they kept saying Journey's coming up. I'm like, oh, did Steve Perry get back in Journey? No, it was just Journey with their guy who does an excellent Steve Perry impersonation. I mean, I'm not going to take anything away from the guy, but I, I don't really want to watch a karaoke act, especially at midnight on New Year's Eve. Give me a break. Get me a real group. Are you kidding? That that's that was their featured performance. Their featured performance was Journey without Steve Perry, just some guy. That they met, I guess, along the way was excellent. I mean, he he really was an excellent impersonation of Steve Perry, but he was basically doing karaoke. <laughs> okay. I mean, everybody keeps telling me, let's go see Journey. And then I find out that Steve Perry's not in Journey. I love to go to concerts. It's like one of my things I like to do. Oh, really? I love it. What, are, one, your, what are your favorite concerts? Well, I, I like rock. You know, I, I, I've seen Paul McCartney 10 times. Oh, I, I, I I've hate seen McCartney. Billy Joel probably 15 oh, times. Oh, I hate him even more. After, uh, the Foo Fighters. Wait, wait, wait. Now that you're talking Billy Joel, Bugaboo Eyes from your neck of the woods in Long Island Sound. Best friend of Jimmy Dolan, owner of Madison Square Garden, who I hate, I Billy love, Joel, I despise. Billy Joel, first of all, okay. You hear what he said? You are a man It's the new you. Beatles. You hear, he said Taylor Swift was the equivalent of the new Beatles. Taylor well, Swift. Well, if you ask my 15-year-old. She would agree with Let me ask you a question. <laughs> so, Did Billy Joel fall off the wagon by making a set? Look, I hate the Beatles. Billy Joel. But Taylor Swift, is she's not a rock group. Hey, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. You are. Okay, that's all I have to you say. You realize Taylor Swift. I know all of her songs because I have a 15-year-old who, since she was eight, has made me buy every album. In fact, my daughter, for Christmas, wanted a record player because she wanted Taylor Swift's red version Taylor's version of her album, Red, which has got the 10-minute song about the breakup with Jake Gyllenhaal, she wanted that on vinyl, my 15-year-old. Okay, that Kids love Taylor Swift, and her writing is actually pretty damn good. Now, now, hold on a second. Let me tell you I, don't, I wouldn't. I would not say she's the Beatles. Let me tell you, every time I think of anybody affiliated with Bill de Blasio, it makes me want to rest. Why is, and she, I'll tell def- you why. why is she affiliated with Bill 2014, she got appointed by de Blasio as the ambassador for New York City, the person who's going to encourage people right, to move to New York Right, and she's not even from New York. <laughs> no, Pennsylvania originally. Right. Uh, Nashville. Lives, right, lives in the tax shelter, Timberlake. Uh, they all live there because they pay no taxes. She it's has, also a music city, Nashville. Yeah, but it's also the biggest tax shelter in America. Okay, they pay well, no yeah, taxes. Right. Yeah, you know, these liberals <laughs> and progressives, they love to, oh, you pay taxes, but I Well, us. she moved from Pennsylvania to Nashville when she was 13 yeah, 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 years but old. That's, that's her main locale. Right, but she's actually from Nashville. So she has this Trendoid apartment in Tribeca. She's never there. She's supposed to advocate that people come to New York City. Well, she wrote that song, Welcome to New York. Right. It's Meantime, she never once asked anybody to come to New York. 
York City because uh, her fans were fleeing New York City as part of the exodus to Georgia, Virginia, South Carolina, Florida, Texas, and naturally Tennessee. So I hate her, I loathe her, I despise her since she hooked up with Bill de Blasio and praised him. How did we get on this tangent? We were talking about New Year's Eve. We were talking about Journey. I'm not going to go to a Taylor Swift concert that has somebody other than Taylor Swift. No, no, because your guy, Billy Joel, who I also hate. I love Billy Joel. First of all, I'm a Long Islander, okay? You don't want to get on my bad side about Billy Joel. I, I, I tolerate your, your, your taking on the Islanders the way you do because they're a great hockey team. But when you talk about Billy Joel, it's like you're talking about my brother. No, let me explain why. <laughs> I love all, Billy Joel. He's always seen hanging out with Jimmy Dolan, uh, who can't chew gum and think at the same time. Remember, when he was in the swim, they would also ride motorcycles with Andrew yeah, Eagle yeah, Cuomo. Yeah, Remember, yeah, the three yeah, of them, yeah, the three yeah. amigos. So you look at that. And Bill Clinton. Right. And then you <laughs> say, all of a sudden... Taylor Swift is the new Beatles, and everybody who shows up for the monthly... What did he say? What did he say that, like 30 years ago? No, he just said it. I don't even know. When, I, I don't remember. Oh, you don't want to know because you realize how ridiculous it is. A, it is a ridiculous statement, but look, Billy Joel is, is, is one of the great artists and, and of, of that ever you lived. You, do you go to that monthly concert that he has in... I've Madison been about Springer? five times. All right. Yeah. Isn't it like Rocky Horror, the show that you go to everybody on Saturday night? It, yeah. You dress the crazy. same way, sing this, and you lip sync. Come on. It's awesome. It's like being in. It's like being in a room with fifty thousand friends. It's awesome. Let me I tell you it. something. I have something in common with Max Rose, who's now running against uh, Nicole Maliotakis for that congressional seat, uh, and also Andrew Yang. Okay, he said all three of us are Nick fans. All three of us hate, loathe, despise, and have said it's it publicly time for him to about sell. Jimmy Dolan. It's time for him to sell. He is not his father. Look, he wouldn't even let the Rockettes perform at Radio City Music Hall during Christmas. He well, they the, had to shut it down because he broke Omicron. the hearts of all those kids uh, oh, coming into New York City. I, I actually them. once was emceeing parties back in the day. We I used to emcee Cablevision's parties, and Cablevision oh, owned Cablevision. the market. They right. owned the Rock Rockette. Dolan's owned. So that, right? I was doing a party for Cablevision employees at their at their headquarters out in uh, Bethpage, and the Rockettes came because they were promoting this ooh, workout ooh, video. Ooh, ooh, ooh. They get there, and the woman who's in charge of Rockettes says to me, "Do not." Make them do a kick line, no matter what you do. Why? I go, are you out of your freaking mind? This is the Rockets. Right. And, and she's yelling at me. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Hey. Last thing. I'm like, all right. We're about to leave. And then I have the DJ click on New York, New York. I'm like, ladies. And I was out there kicking with the Rockettes. Wow. This is long before I did TV. This is when I was hey, in college. This is when you were in Slim and Trim. This is when you were a fat boy. No, right? no, no. I was Slim and Trim. Oh, okay. I was a college boy back then. I was actually a good-looking college boy back then. So it was. It was. Were pretty, you able to keep up with the Rockettes? I, I, they kept me up. It was pretty. It was pretty good. It was, and I don't know. It, it was pretty. They're fun. all statuesque. They all beautiful. Pretty, they look like they came out of a cookie cutter, even though they're different colors yep, now. Yep. And they come from all over the country. Fifty, fi- all fifty states are represented right, in the Rockets. Audition for this. They live their lives. But you know something? You never see anybody on page six dating a rocket because nobody knows who they are anymore. Exactly. Yeah, they but are you nameless. Would think, fa- they're not as famous as they used to right, be. But you would they're think, famous as a group, right, but they're not think, famous individuals. Whatever become what becomes of Rockettes? I guess they become Broadway dancers. I would yeah, think. But do right? they do they marry rich? Do they find doctors or lawyers? Do they live in the Hamptons? I, I don't know. I've never been introduced 
to a former Rocket. Well, if there are any former Rockettes out there, what becomes of them? Call in 1-800-848-9222-1-800-848. Think of it, Chris. WABC. Gorgeous women, right? They are. They're beautiful. They have personalities. Athletic. Right, but that's one of the tests. They have to have the personality test. You would think that they're a catch for a lot of these schlubs, you know, who are millionaires, who if you look, if they looked in the mirror, they would wretch in looking at themselves. But you would think they would latch on. You know, they would be the perfect trophy. Yeah, uh, you know, arm trophy, candy, eye candy for these guys. I've never heard of a rocket. I have, I have what never. Are they, what are they like? Uh, what are they like? Judy Garland and the Wizard of Oz. They click their heels and they go back to they Kansas? go back to Hawaii or wherever state they're from, Utah. Aren't you amazed? Because they're like dozens of them. You would think they they're probably like Olympians. Right, most Olympians do not become famous. No, but they end up doing commercials on. Well, TV. they're famous at their house. At their, at their, you know, they go back to you know Wichita, Kansas, and like this is the former curling you, champion. I'm telling you, they are so drop dead gorgeous. They statue. They, they are. all have an all American look. Uh, if they don't have an all American look, and they let don't me get tell you something, they wanted nothing to do with me because I put the moves on hard, and I was. This is not me now, bald, older Chris. This is like 25 year old fit, just finished playing football. And who is their chaperone? MC, who is their chaperone? There was some woman that must have been a former Rocket yelling at me, especially after I had them do a kick line. I kicked like I got in the middle. I was the center square kicking with the Rockettes. 25 years old. I was in law school at the time. At Yelling at me, screaming at Cablevision execs are laughing because they love me. They but do. I'm telling you, this, there's never been a story that says None. whatever happened to Rockettes when they're no longer able to kick. It's a conspiracy. Chris. And at what age are you no longer? I want to know. I want a Rockette to call in here. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-WABC. Let's get on the phones. What do you say, Curtis? Absolutely. Let's go to Steve in Manhattan. Steve. All right, gentlemen, listen, you go see two or three Billy Joe concerts, and you could get up on the stage and do the show there. You know the, the routine. We didn't oh, start the what are, you, what are you trying to say? You don't like Billy Joe? Come on. He's one of the greats, the all-time greats. I didn't say I didn't like him, but I'm saying after a while, you and Jimmy Dolan could get up there and play with him. You could well, just memorize I, I, Look, man, I knew the words before I went to the show. <laughs> let me be very clear. Okay, I've been listening to the Billy Joel since I was, like, in third now, let grade. Me, let me ask you a question. Wait. Uh, are you a sickle fan, Tony and Lackey, of Jimmy Dolan and his no, band? No. I mean, is that guy not the worst musician you've ever heard? I have never listened to Jimmy Dolan's band. He's I, I am against billionaires with bands. Yeah, but he is horrible. Unless I, you're Paul McCartney, because you weren't a billionaire when you started your oh, band. Oh, what is that? All he does <laughs> is smoke dope out there in the Hamptons. I mean, it's like a purple haze surrounding him on his look, bicycle. I am not here to praise Jimmy Dolan. I met Jimmy Dolan when the old man was still alive, when Pat Dolan, when his father was Oh, the still brains alive. of the operation. Yeah, Charles Dolan. Uh, and I met him at a 4th of July party at their house uh, out on Long Island, oh, Oyster Bay. I was schmoozing? Well, no, I was a staffer at the time. Okay? Uh, well, and let I me ask out, you a trivia And question. I went out, and, I, and Whitney Houston was playing in their back freaking yard. Oh, my God. <laughs> which major league franchise did the Dolans own in baseball? I don't know. They own the baseball Cleveland team? Indians. Oh, my God. I had no idea. Yeah, the Dolans. Unbelievable. I mean, look, with the daddy... And I think his brother, yep. they controlled everything. They were good. With his son, Jimmy Dolan, the dullard. When I first met him, I was like, who is this guy? one 800 one 800 wabc 
It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. The aggressive progressive Christopher Hahn. It's a 77 WABC debate. Heavyweight slugfest on New York's news and talk station 77 WABC. Oh, there's some journey. I don't even know who the new singer is. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-WABC. Chris Hahn. I hate, hate Journey. Curtis really Lee. Hate uh, Journey. You really do. You hate everybody. Now, uh, you, though, hate Daylight Savings Time. I hate Daylight Savings I mean, I hate Standard Time. I like Daylight Savings Time. I can't believe that we keep putting ourselves through this nonsense every year. You, I was listening to you uh, earlier in the week, Christmas Day. You were talking about depression and how people were depressed I, I the think, most depressed day of the year for a lot of people who are alone. It's are also alone. one of the shortest days of the year, yeah. right? The sun goes down before 4.30 here in New York. Why do we do this to ourselves? Why do we turn the clocks back in the fall? We should just leave it on daylight savings time all year round. Let the sun set at 5.30. Okay, it comes up a little later in the morning. I, I don't understand the purpose of this anymore. Well, how, Nobody's how, working on the farm anymore. How does it affect your manic personality? How does uh, it look, affect I am an outdoors kind of person. Oh. And I'll go out. lumberjack. I, I always say one of the reasons why I bought the puppy was when my daughter moved away with the older dog. She's now back, but she's leaving again. Uh, when she moved away with the older, I was I would go out for a night walk without the dog, and I looked like a weirdo. Like, who's this weird guy walking around outside at night? When you're walking your dog uh, at night, let you're me a ask normal you a human being. Were you walking along Mastic Beach? No, I don't live in Mastic Beach. <laughs> Did the cops stop no, you there and say, no. hey, are you the just, serial I'm killer here? I'm walking in my neighborhood like I would do with the dogs, and people would come up to you, oh, what a nice person you are walking your dogs when you're out by yourself. Stay away from that man. <laughs> exactly. What is wrong with that guy out there? Why is he walking around at night? That's right. Right. So when you have a dog, you're never, you know, it doesn't matter. You go out at night. But when you are a human human being and you want to get that air and you want to be out in the sun it makes you happy there is a real connection to it and it is absolutely wrong in this country now well all we know about depression that we are shutting the lights off in new york on the east coast at 4 30 especially on the far east coast you know because the further in you go the longer the daylight stay, stays but still here on the eastern edge of Eastern well, time. Wasn't that done for the benefit of the farmers uh, in the Midwest uh, so that uh, when they're getting up to milk the cows at like four in the morning, they could do it in light? Well, you know, we have farmers here in New York. No, no, I know upstate. Right. But, but no, it, really, they, it's a Midwest thing. It, it, they don't even milk it up to milk the cows anymore. They have milking machines. that The, the cows are connected wait, wait. to something. Don't, don't bust my image of Norman no, Rockwell. There's no, know. there's no. And by the way, not a lot of family farms anymore. They're all big, big corporate farming is really how we eat wow, in you, this country. Wow, you're breaking my heart. There's man. a couple family farms. But if you ask them, they'll say, you know what? Keep the lights on. I'll, I'll get up. You know, they're up before wow, dawn is, anyway. This is really a peeve of yours. It is a major pet peeve of mine this time of year. Now, I love... The feeling that the days are getting longer, which they are every day now. They get a minute longer. But just, oh, oh, do you actually look at your Rolex watch and notice? I, I, don't have, a, a I have a Movado, and oh, I can't oh, tell oh, the oh, actual oh, minutes because there's no actual Mavado. numbers on it. It's not that uh, Mickey Mouse watch. No, no, it's, it's a, the only watch I've ever had. My parents gave it to me when I graduated law school in 1999. Oh, I don't. I have a running watch, and this is the only oh, oh, non-running watch I have. Oh, you, <laughs> so, so I go through running watches; they break. Uh, but this is this. It, it, it drives me nuts. I know it drives a lot of people nuts. It is scary to most people. 
And I think it, it leads to more increasing cases of depression. And I think it's something we need to deal with. No, no, I, I would completely concur with you. Something we don't often do. I would concur with you on that. I did a special program. I do it every year. Christmas Day with Nancy from 2 to 4. Yeah. For all the shutting. Yeah. People were calling in, Chris, crying. Crying I'm because sure. they say nobody realizes. There's so many, many of us out here. We're home alone. We have yeah. nobody. Yeah. Well, we did it. Well, we... we we did our good deed for WABC on Christmas, but I, I, I posed that question. What happens to Rockettes oh. when, when they're no longer accepted uh, by Jimmy Dolan at Radio City Music Hall, when they can no longer do the can, well, can, kick? Let's, we, should, we should find out. Yes, I think there are people out yes. here who might have an answer. 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-WABC. Teresa in New Jersey. Teresa. Hey, Curtis and Christopher. I'm still waiting for this uh Heavyweight knockout between you two guys. Yeah, we got to change the intro. I mean, we do fight, but it's, you know. Oh, well, we got it coming up January 6th. You're talking oh, yeah. Trump. Oh, I'm yeah. talking the Epiphany, Three Kings Day. <laughs> oh, Three Kings Day. <laughs> <laughs> Going to have a little, uh, what's that What's that cake they have? Um, dos leches. Yes. Yeah, tres leches. Yes, we'll get Three into milks. that. Uh, but anyway, Teresa. Teresa. What about the Rockets? Two years, and you guys brought up the subject, and um Brought tears to my eyes, of course. Uh, my mom, before I was born, her name was Rosalind. Uh, she was French. And she was a rocket. Uh, she was 89, passed away just this past October 12th. And, uh, Curtis, you know, that show you were doing for all the people who were missing people, I almost called in saying, my God, do I miss her. She was absolutely beautiful. I'm sure. She had legs up to her neck. Now, well, well, was, how long was she a rocket? Because we never learn about them. We never get to know them. I, I guess they cycle in and yeah. they cycle them out at a certain age. How long did she perform at Radio City Music Hall? Uh, she performed, as far as I know, from the story she told me, about two years, and then she got married very young mm. um, and gave it up. Now, what a catch uh, for your dad, right? Well, my dad was also a very good dancer. They used to go out dancing oh. until the end, oh. and they used to call them Fred and Ginger. Oh, <laughs> what, a, what a beautiful story. Now, was he a rich dancer? Because I would imagine, you know... Well, no. I, I had uh, five brothers and a sister, or I have four brothers now and a sister, and then myself. And both my parents are gone now, but God, do I miss her. She was so beautiful. I'm Teresa, I'm sure. Well, thank you for that. We appreciate oh, okay. it. You know, we put out one call just to yeah. let us know what happened. Tell us to what happened. She got married to another dancer, so that, that must have yeah, been a but, hard life. But she had legs up to her. They, uh, I, I'm telling you, man, I did I did the kick line with them once, and I, I you know, was But that was, was such special. a beautiful story from her daughter, to Very, Risa. very much a beautiful story. I got one more here on this. one 800 849 Doug in New Jersey. Doug. You. I know. Okay, don't ask Curtis how he is. I, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> Big listener of Curtis. Matter of fact, they should change the station to WAB Sliwa. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, anyway. I'm going to try to convince John Katz. He's never teach. better, though, when he's with me. So, uh, <laughs> But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> so. Well, what about the Rockettes, Doug? 
Anyway, so I knew someone who was a rock cat. Her name is Linda. Is Linda. And uh, what she ended up doing, I mean, she got married, you know, nice middle class family, raised kids, and she gave dancing lessons locally. Hmm. That's it. So she gave tap lessons and everything else because she had the expertise. And when you're a Rockette, that's a big deal, right? So I would imagine nice she would probably have one of the most popular dance schools in town. I think she did well. That's great. Well, all right. See, I'm, see, I'm not see. hearing it. I want to like, well, she married Senator Johnson and uh, she became first lady of the United States. Lady Bird Johnson was a Rockette. Oh, like think <laughs> of this. Think of this. Remember John Kerry when he was running for president? He was the... He was the Maytag for the Heinz lady, he the was crazy the Heinz husband lady. husband to the that Heinz fortune. That woman was absolutely insane. You know, Governor David Patterson, who appears here at WABC as a contributor, tells the best story about when he first met Teresa Heinz, I mean, who is an absolute wingding. <laughs> well, totally crazy. When you have ketchup money. I mean, think no, about pickle, it. No, it's pickles. No, no, it's ketchup. No, 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 it's, it's pickles. Heinz no, pickles. No, no, no. The money is in ketchup. No, 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 it's pickles. And the money is not in the ketchup sales. It's the money is in all those packets of ketchup that nobody uses. Think about oh, it. Oh, that's right. Think about it. And mustard, too. Think about how much ketchup we throw away ketchup in this country. Ketchup and mustard. Right? If people just used the amount of ketchup, if they just bought the amount of ketchup they actually used, Heinz would be out of business. Do you really think that's that's pure tomato puree, that that's tomatoes without anything else in well, there? Well, no. There are 57 other ingredients in it. You really? You bought that, right? I'm pretty sure, yeah. So you, you're a Heinz guy. You're not Hunts. I don't eat ketchup at all anymore. I used to love it. I used to put it on everything. I don't eat it at all. There's too much sugar in it. Oh, so it's not what we thought it it was well there's always been sugar in it like that's why people eat it oh the lord the lord <laughs> 1-800-848-9222 carol in new jersey carol hey there chris and curtis happy new year happy new year know, uh, a little something about the rock cat you need to be at least five foot six to be a rock cat yep if you're shorter than that even by an inch they they don't choose you I'm only five foot four, so I can never be a Rockette. Well, what else do you know about the Rockettes? Do you know any former Rockettes? Um, sort of uh, a little bit, like acquaintances, people. Because I worked in New York, I worked in the entertainment so industry. So, what happens, yeah. Carol? What happens to them when they stop being Rockettes? Sometimes they start their own businesses. Okay. Yeah, but I, I would want to ask. See, we haven't had an actual Rockette call up. No. I wouldn't want a Rockette. I, I want an actual Rockette. And the reason is, There's I would be say, does Jimmy Dolan have a casting couch for the Rockettes? Oh, I hope not. You would think some perv has a casting couch. I hope not. Come on. I, that's, that, I mean, that, wasn't that the tradition in Hollywood? I'm sure back in the day there was some sort of casting couch. Oh, by the way, speaking of casting couches, uh, the passing of Betty White before she reached 100, uh, all the people sitting shiver for her. What, yeah. a, what a fan base. My wife is Me sitting too. shiver. Frank Morano returns tonight after being half in the bag uh, in Atlantic City. <laughs> uh, he's He used to have... Full-length posters of Betty White on his ceiling, on the sides of his I, I uh, believe it. room. I believe you it. You know, the old Betty Grable show, showing the gams. Yep, yep. If he hadn't married Rachel, there's no doubt he'd remain a Mama Luke. <laughs> married in his mind, heart, and soul to Betty White. Well, Betty White was great. We also lost, of course, the great John Madden. Oh, and I'm sure you were a Madden guy. I First of all, I loved his football, his video game when I was a kid. And... Loved him as a broadcaster. I think he was phenomenal. He truly showed his love of the game 
all the time. And I think everybody copies him. I feel like we copy him some somehow here a little bit. No, nah, no, nah, I don't copy Madden. First of all, Madden that wouldn't fly. Remember that? That's why. He no, that's coaching. true. Yeah, I don't but like let me driving. Tell you a story that's about Madden. Him. So you mentioned the game, which became a huge phenomenal huge. success. The first guy they go to to do the game is Joe Montana, and Joe Montana says, "I already have a deal with Atari." <laughs> Uh, they think about Madden, but they say, nah, nah, not Madden. They go to former Viking quarterback, uh, also Canadian football league quarterback, Warren couldn't Moon? throw, Joe Cap. Oh, Joe Cap. Could not throw. Joe Cap says, do I get residuals? They said, no. <laughs> they go to Madden, and Madden goes, oh, this would be a great training tool. The only requirement I have is you can't use seven players on both sides. It's got to be 11. If it's not 11, I don't want my name attached to it. So then it becomes a success. So the owner goes, Huge. I'm going to let you buy into it. You can buy as much stock as you want. Madden goes to the owner operator. He goes, stock. I thought you were going to give me stock. I'm not buying any stock. <laughs> Big mistake. I mean billions. Billions. Seven billions. billion dollars. Seven billion dollars that game has made. How and often did you play that game? When I was in college, I played it all the time. What would you have chosen? Uh, Madden's football or Stratomatic baseball game? No, Madden's football. Ma- playing football on a video game is a lot more fun than playing baseball on a video game. Without a doubt. And I mean, you were obsessed with it. Obsessed. Right? So if given the choice of hitting the bong, drinking, or playing Madden's I, football. I did not hit the bong. But I did drink when I was in college. While you were playing Madden's football. I would probably go out and drink if I could because I wanted to meet girls. Remember, Curtis, the math for me was always, am I going to meet girls? Oh, well, being right? look, and you didn't a, meet any girls playing look, Madden football. Being a schlub, you needed as much help as you could uh, The get. alcohol helped. <laughs> I'm sure it did. <laughs> it helped. one 800 wabc Bob in New Jersey. Bob. What's happening? Bob, you don't sound like a Rockette to me. No, I'm not. Uh, I know where, you know what? A lot of the Rockettes are bartenders. They're bartenders around Manhattan. Well, they used to be anyway. Where? And, uh, oh, up on the Upper West Side, some of the places up on Amsterdam Avenue. Uh, yeah, no, no, that, that would make sense because, remember, they're not working year-round. No. Like actors or actresses. They don't work year-round? I thought they did. How? There's not shows They have other round. shows in the middle of the day. Uh, maybe a road tour. But still, like actors and actresses, right. you got to bust tables, be waiters, waitresses, bartenders. It's the same thing. It's like a form of theater. I don't know, man. The mystery continues. If there's a rocket out there, please call in. one 800 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-WABC. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. The aggressive progressive Christopher Hahn. It's a 77 WABC debate. Heavyweight slugfest on New York's news and talk station. 77 WABC. Yeah, baby. One eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. Who's this? Who's this? One eight hundred eight four eight W A B C. You had to be a big shot, right, Curtis? Oh no, <laughs> please! Bill, you could have kept that going, Billy uh, yeah. Bugaboo Eyes, uh, Joe. Oh, who thinks come that, on. Who thinks that the new Beatles are who? Uh, who? Billy Joel is the new Beatles. He, no, no, but again, say it. I want you to say it. Who he are thinks the new it's Beatles? Taylor Swift. So does so do a lot of fifteen year old girls. Just saying. I'm just saying. I look. I went to see that guy. Um, who's the guy that was in that band? I went to see him at Madison Square Garden with my daughter back in October. Uh, who's it was the, the red hair from that band, One Direction? Oh, what, Harry Styles. Oh, Harry. Yeah. I, I have never heard louder screams. 
in my life. In my life. I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing in that thing. one 800 wabc Russ in White Plains. Russ. Hey, Cur- Curtis, tell me, working next to Chris, is it is it like uh, being next to a manic depressive personality like George III with the lockdown? <laughs> you say... Chris Hahn is a manic, depressing guy on the air. You're wrong. You just come on the air and try to take me away. So sad. Don't you have something better to do, Russ and White Plains? Uh, Chris, can you do a solo solid? Save it for the shower stall. Yeah, you really, you got no pipes. Yeah, you don't like my uh, Hamilton? No, you got no pipes. Insane. You got no pipes. <laughs> I got. I got a little. I don't have the pipes I used to have. You're right. One By the way, I think Hamilton is still closed on Broadway. It's closed. Yeah, it's sad. I saw it twice though. One eight hundred eight four. How did you afford that? Come on, Chris. I mean, how did I afford it? Yeah, you know, basically, what did you buy? Black market? No, no. I, I bought it. It was not cheap. My, I brought my wife January twentieth. The day Trump was inaugurated, 2017, my wife's birthday is also January. Now, now, 20th. I want to. I was here in the city doing Fox News and Fox Five. I had to be in the city for that. And I was like, I got to do something great for my wife. I spent a fortune getting these Hamilton tickets. All right, now, you, you mentioned how you Second. went with your daughter to see Harry Styles in the garden. You never heard uh, the kids screaming more, the never. young girls. Never. Um, all three of my sons have gone to Hamilton. So that's Anthony, the oldest. He's 18. His car at 13 right. just had his bar mitzvah. Is that why you're hunter. wearing the same jacket you had in 1945? Oh, I love this jacket. It's <laughs> so, a nature jacket. Okay. But anyway, the point is... They can recite the words to all the songs in Hamilton. Who's the villain in Hamilton and who's the hero? The hero is Hamilton and the villain is Aaron Burr. Not Jefferson? No. Oh, wow. Aaron Burr. And uh, quick trivia moment here. So Aaron Burr wins. He's not really a villain. Frankly, okay, in but, that he's the he's the narrator. Right, of the so whole you thing. know they roll across to Weehawken because yep. you couldn't have a duel because everything is legal in New Jersey. Right. Yes. Boom. There goes um, there goes Alexander Hamilton. Burr is on the move. He's the vice president. Of the vice United president States. of the United States. And they have a duel on the run. On the run. Yeah. Do you know where he eventually ends up? He dies in total poverty. Not a nickel to his name. Freeport, Long Island. Close. Well, it was something like that. Richmond Road, Staten Island, in a boarding house, mm. dies a pauper. It's horrible. A pauper. Yeah. And actually, back then, no bridge, so nobody could find him. They yeah. didn't kill him. They were just hanging out. No, I mean, it was it's kind of like today, if people move to Staten Island and you have friends on Long Island or Manhattan, they're like, then nobody's going to get So as there. bad as we think it is, because up next we'll be discussing, naturally, January 6th, you'll mm. be discussing Trump, I'll be discussing the Epiphany Three Kings Day. <laughs> uh, it hasn't reached I that do, level. I do prefer Trace Leches <laughs> to riots. Just saying. But it hasn't reached it yet where political opponents... Or challenging one another to a duel. Uh, I hope it never gets to that again. One eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. Steve in River Edge. Steve Curtis, I want to thank you very much. Uh, you've been on the air for it seems twenty four hours a day. Every time I put the radio on, you do a tremendous job. I think you and Russ should be the guys that are on that are on at six o'clock in the morning. You guys do a great, great well, well, job. Wait, wait, hold on, sexy. We were just substituting. You know, Bernard McGurk was diagnosed uh, with prostate cancer, which I've had, 
as a survivor. He's tending to his needs. Uh, Sid Rosenberg, they do a great job they together. Uh, we were just there to substitute for the eight days because this is normally the time of year they're away. So that's it. Uh, no, no, I uh, cannot disparage. Uh, I don't like that. Cool. I don't, especially given he's going through a lot of. He's going through a tough time right now. Apparently. Oh yeah, and I got to tell you, just an advice. He responded to my text on New Year's. Yeah, no, no, you no, didn't. Great did. guy, great yeah. guy, Bernard, and he's consulted me because he knows I'm the guy who's yeah. gone through it, and I've talked about it openly. Don't, if you can avoid getting the surgery, guys, do not get the surgery. You become impotent, incontinent, and you wear the pens. Mm-hmm. Don't. Now, in terms of uh, Bernard, uh, he's got some other complicating issues. He was out in Long Island, your neck of the woods. Yep. So they did an initial procedure, a biopsy. They botched that. How do you get, botch a biopsy? Oh, well, I'm sure he'll, he'll yeah. tell the story when he comes I back Monday this. morning. Then he had a shot in the abdomen. They gave him two shots. The second shot they botched. So he finally figured it out that he didn't have the best doctors yeah, out you there. Yeah, think? And he's trolling through all of Manhattan. Apparently, he's getting really good advice now. He's on track. And I'm sure he's going to all give us an update on his condition I'm looking tomorrow. forward. I'll be listening tomorrow morning. I, I rarely... Listen in the morning, but I will be listening but, tomorrow morning. Let's see. We would agree that Bernard McGurk, tough guy, grew up in the Project South Bronx. It's the tough guys who don't want to talk about prostate cancer. Right. They're intimidated by it. Whereas, like, you watch football, right? All of a sudden, one Sunday is dedicated to breast cancer awareness. Big mastodon guys are wearing all pink, pink shoes, pink gloves. Women talk about it. They exchange information. They do referrals. Have you ever seen Prostate no. Cancer Awareness Day well, on the gridiron? It, November is uh, Prostate Cancer Awareness Month, Men's Cancer yeah, Awareness yeah, Month. Yeah, you see guys no getting together November. to play no, cards. So no shave November. That's they what that's all about. They don't talk about prostate we, you cancer. You know, you're right. You are absolutely right. And, and it's and something that needs to, get, way, needs to happen. Let more. me destroy this misnomer. You know, they think the PSA test, it's like you go to the proctologist, you know, you, you bend over and touch your toes. Right. No. PSA test, simple blood test. They prick your finger. Why wouldn't you do that and get a prostate awareness test? You got to do it. You got to do it. I, I, you know, look, I have the, uh, I have uh, diverticulitis, so I get well, a do. Yeah, so that's I get, close to Crohn's disease. I get a, uh, I get an exam every three or four years. I've been getting it since I was in my early forties. Uh, fortunately, it hasn't come back. My doctor told me how to handle diverticulitis, and I don't have any outbreaks now, now, or anymore. You're proud to be a liberal and progressive, right? The aggressive. I'm progressive. a progressive. Yeah. Very who do you think was the other person who had diverticulitis? I don't know. You tell me. Ron Kuby. Ron Kuby. Isn't that interesting? But did he not deal with it? I don't know what he did. He took medication. So I, I, I have an excellent doctor, an excellent uh, gastroenterologist, who told me, look, you take uh, some fiber and you just keep things moving through you and you, you don't have to worry about oh, anything else. you're a Metamucil guy? Uh, no, I take Citrusel. Oh, it's Citrusel. one pill once a day. Oh. It's fantastic. Oh, Maybe no, that's what's it's... keeping me free of COVID. But who I'm knows? telling you, think of it. You are now... The aggressive progressive yes, here at WABC. I am. It used to be Ron Kuby, and the one thing you have in common other than politics, you both were plagued by diverticulitis. Is there something about politics and diverticulitis? I guess you spend a lot of time pushing it out. Oh, no, no. Let me tell you, as bad as that is, chronic Crohn's disease, which I have, oh, just as I, bad. I Look, I had one bout of it like eight years ago. And it was on Thanksgiving. I remember like it was Torture, yesterday. It right? was horrible. Yeah. I was like, what the hell's happening? I, I don't get sick a lot. I don't, you know, I haven't had a lot of injuries, thank God, knock on wood. 
Uh, and I, it was the worst pain. And I went to the doctor, and the doctor gave me some something to kill it. And then he told me what to do. And then I get the exam every uh, couple years, and I know what's going on. One eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. One eight hundred eight four eight WABC. Chris Hahn, Curtis Lee, we're with you till five. We got to get into January six. Oh, we will. You talk Trump. I'll talk Three Kings Day, the Epiphany, and Puerto Rico, the super spreader now. The left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. The aggressive progressive Christopher Hahn. It's a 77 WABC debate. Heavyweight slugfest. 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-WABC. Chris Hahn, Curtis Lewa. with you till 5. And Curtis will be back at 9 o'clock going all the way till one giving you his stream of consciousness thoughts of the day. And oh, then, yeah, and then a little retrospective on the loss of Betty White. Yep. who's like the number one uh, animal rescuer in America, yeah. the lover of animals. In fact, O.J. Simpson did a YouTube about her passing. I don't know if you can believe it. He says, I love Betty White. I had two cats, one of them named, uh, forget their name, but, uh, Knife, Knifey, no, Stabby. It was with a B. And my cats would leave my compound in Briarwood. I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder. All the time to two. And they would go over to Betty White's house that was down the road. And Betty would call me and say, oh, Jay, your cats are here. <laughs> now, four times. Yeah. Four times. Yeah. But do we really believe that? No. Of I course not. By the way, I believe the cats would try to escape OJ. So do I. Because he was probably trying to practice <laughs> yeah, on Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stabby McGee here. And so we're going to get into that tonight, especially with my wife, the animal rights uh, welfare uh, activist, by the way, who is now sitting shiver for the loss of Betty White. Sorry. Sorry, Nancy. At least that's what she tells you. Leave me alone. I'm mourning Betty White. Don't come near she me. She really <laughs> is a fan. I, a lot of people oh, are fans. I'm a huge fan. I know, but they're hipsters and millennials. You, you she crosses you. all generational and political boundaries. People loved Betty White. It's sad that she's gone. Okay, well, good. You're yeah, in agreement. We are that. in agreement, and Nancy, I, I join you in The very few things we're in agreement on. Uh, well, agreement we've agreed on a couple things today. Men need to talk about their prostate no, cancer you're, more. Right, you're sitting shiver for the loss of Madden. You're sitting shiver yep. for the loss of Betty White, but yep. not for Harry Reid, right? I'm upset about Harry Reid's passing, but, you know, he it's been coming a while for You him. really believe that story that he was on that treadmill and it attacked him, and that's why he had to give up the Senate I don't seat. know what the deal was. You, this you was know, after the Senate seat. I, I, no, no. You know that you know that was organized And it was a crime. rowing machine. You know it was organized crime that gave him a beatdown. <laughs> don't you remember? He was in the scene in Casino with you De Niro. What, you know what you are? What? You're a hammer. Okay, and when you're a hammer, everything you see is a freaking nail. I am not everything. You I am see not is MC or, Hammer. Everything you see is organized crime or crime. I am smashing grabs. Can you see? He couldn't just fall. An old man can't fall off a treadmill. Did, did, He's 87 but, years did old. You see the Scorsese film, a great film, Casino. I did. Remember Rothman is who uh, De Niro is playing, yep, the yep. Jewish gangster yep. wants the license for the casino. And Harry Reid, his character is the head of the Nevada Gaming Commission, wouldn't give him the license. De Niro gets up to, with all the favors we've given you, and he starts running through a litany of things. And Harry Reid is like running away. He's so they terrified. waited till he was like 85 years old to go get him. Oh, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure he crossed that. I doubt it. And we it. ended up with your friend. Chuck Schumer oh, as man. the majority leader. And we are very well off for it here in New York. one 800 848 wabc So um, January 6th is coming up. 
Well, see, how will you be memorializing the day? The way I think of January 6th is because I'm involved in so many Three King activities. It's the epiphany. Huge holiday in the Hispanic community. Uh, and I've got to do work out in Puerto Rico with the Guardian Angels there because you're going down to Puerto Rico. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'll be here, but I, I got to make sure that they get. They've had out there a four thousand six hundred percent increase in coronavirus. Crazy. They had it locked down. They had the most successful uh, vaccine campaign of any state in America. The best. Yep. And then all of a sudden, Bad Bunny, three weeks ago. That Bad Bunny. He's the number one guy there, the number one performer. He did a concert with 60,000 people. No mask, no mask, no social distancing. And this super spreader has spread so fast that all those crypto monsters who now live there because it's a tax haven, they're thinking of leaving. That's how bad it is. I'll tell you, I think the problem is, is this Omicron variant snuck up on us. And people thought you're vaxxed, you're boosted. Don't worry about it. Uh, but people are getting it. My wife was vaxxed and boosted. She got it. Um, it sucks. And it's weird that some people don't get it. Like, I didn't get it. You didn't get it. Uh, I slept in the bed with my wife. Uh, she had symptoms for a couple days before she got tested. I still didn't get it. I think I, it's uh, your blood type. Uh, it might be. I don't. It's got to be something. Science has got to figure this out. I don't. Uh, I don't know my blood type. You would think with all the transfusions I've had, all the plasma, all the yep. normal blood uh, I've had to have over the years to keep me alive, yeah. I would know. I mean, you've been shot seven right. times. I hear this may be incorrect that if you are type O, not A, A, B, or whatever the other one is, but type O, you're less likely to get it. And then I have the regimen. You see, I have the rubbing alcohol. Yeah. yeah. I take my pinkies, I dink it in, and I stick <laughs> it up my schnoz. And I have one little sip of tonic water. It's a uh, Ukrainian uh, way of dealing with it. No tonic, no gin, no vodka. It's nasty. So just, just water. Sip, little sip of tonic water. <laughs> okay. It's nasty. But, look, I'm the guy who should have uh, had coronavirus. I, I mean, I remember when the, we were in the heat of it here, and I was coming into WABC to do a solo show without you. Yes. And I ran into you on the street. This is March of 2020 when the city was a ghost town, completely ghost town. Lockdown, sirens in the streets, people dying of COVID every day here, 100 people a day. Um, I run into you. You're coming out of the subway. No mask. No mask. You're with your wife, who I thought was your daughter. Yes, <laughs> or your like assistant. everybody else, <laughs> right? And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, man, I have a, I have an M95 mask oh. on. I have a bandana over that. You looked, and, uh, and I'm like, Curtis, and you're, you're not like, alone. Uh, remember, <laughs> Bernard McGurk. He looked like uh, Lawrence of Arabia, and he had a shiv. Uh, and he would show you the shiv because you had like it was like zombies roaming around because nobody was taking care of them. All the relief agencies fled because they were afraid they would die of. Uh, I just COVID. tried to dress like them so that they would think that I was yeah. one of them. <laughs> kind of like in The Walking Dead, you dress up like your dad, and you know. Yeah, but I've been tested so many times. My schnoz itches sometimes from the test. People will give me a rapid test. They'll see me in the street. Right. They'll go. Psh, psh, you wanna you wanna cut the line? I say cut the line. It's four blocks long. I say, oh yeah, but you need a rapid test. Yeah, you should get tested right now exactly. because we don't want to get everybody else on this line sick. Luckily, never a positive. Amazing, right? I, I don't understand. Look, this is something we're going to figure out probably in a year or two, uh, why some people got and some people didn't. There's got to be some sort of pattern here. I don't think it's as random as we think. Now, speaking of figuring it out, this is all coming to a head. The Democrats have to make their case on January 6th because the over-under point spread says they're losing control of the House yes. with the midterm election. I would think so. And I think uh, McCarthy, who would become the Speaker. I don't think he's going to be Speaker. Oh, you think Trump will be? 
I don't think it'll be Trump. It might not be. It might be Trump, but I don't think Kevin McCarthy's going to okay. be. But whoever becomes the Republican speaker, they're not going to continue on the January 6th commission. No, it, they're going to cut it down right away because yeah. the former guy wants it cut down. So the, the face of the commission is really Cheney. Yeah. She is a pit bull out there. Yes, she is. She is relentless. She's telling the truth, too. And a side order of that is Murkowski, the senator in yep. Alaska. Trump has put all of his cred into going after the both of them yep. to knock them out of the box. They're both up for re-election. Yes, he has tried. What do you think uh, the reality is that he can oust both of them? Because that would really be not just I have a bill. feeling he's not going to oust either one of them. Wow. Uh, he might keep Murkowski from getting the Republican nomination in Alaska. Yeah, but she'll run as an independent. She'll run as an independent, as she has done in the past. She's yes. lost the Republican nomination before and has been elected senator in Alaska. Alaska is a separate kind of story. The people are very independent there. I don't think that they're going to do what he Trump said. He said he's going to Alaska and campaign against it. And he uh, even uh, got but, this guy that he endorsed for governor. He you know, said, look, I'll only endorse you if you diss Murkowski. I don't think they have golf courses in Alaska, so I don't <laughs> think he'll Oh, they got to have a golf course. I don't think so. Eskimos play golf. No. Everybody I don't, plays I don't think there might be one on some island where nobody lives, <laughs> where they're going to build that bridge to nowhere. Remember the bridge to nowhere? Oh, yeah. I think there was a golf course on that island. Oh, so yeah. he got a helicopter in, but I don't know how he's going to campaign. So he is obsessed with knocking them out of the box. He is going to lose those fights. I, I Look, first of all, I don't know anybody who's more Republican than Liz Cheney. I don't know anybody who's more Wyoming than a Cheney. I mean, the, their capital city, Cheyenne, sounds like Cheney. <laughs> so I, I don't understand. She even waterboards her political yeah, opponents I mean, there look, like her I, old man. I don't agree with her politics, but when she's telling the truth about something, she is. She, we agree on the same set of facts, her and I, and probably you. So too. Pelosi is using her, though, as the face of the commission. She's doing all she is the attack. Well, you got to, right? Otherwise, it seems hyper-partisan. Right. It seems like the Democrats just want. All right. Now, to... Trump says he's having a press conference on that day. Yeah. He, you know what he should say? I lost the election. Let's try to win it again. Well, he's not. You know, he's not. I know. And what, it, what, are, what are the results of this poll they just did? There's a poll about yep. how he trumps all of his opposition in the Republican. Now, party. you and I read this poll differently. OK, well, tell okay, me what you, you see the poll and it says 54 percent of Republicans are going to support him for president. That's a hell of a lot. Well, that I see. Uh, I see 40, 46 percent of Republicans not supporting him for president. And that is not good either. All right. But at the, this point, the person who is 46 percent. No, forget about the forget about the names. Consider all those names a generic Republican because okay. most Americans don't know. We know who Ron DeSantis right. is because we're political junkies right. and we read the paper. Right. Most people don't are, are not paying attention. He would be right a now. good candidate. He would be a very good candidate. Yeah. He's Trump without the nonsense. Um, although there's a lot of nonsense. Well, wait a second. He, he, he has all of his, his social he networking. He started making his mannerisms when he speaks just like Trump's. I don't know if you've watched Oh, and him. just a quick sidebar about him. And he's been missing in action. Florida has the second most cases now in America, yeah, but and look, nobody's heard from him. It. So AOC goes down there for vacation, mm -hmm. right, to DeSantis land, even though she vilifies him for what he's done about COVID. Right. Uh, Governor Murphy calls everybody a knucklehead during Thanksgiving, took his family down to Orlando, Disney World, right. for a vacation, even though he attacks DeSantis. So DeSantis is missing for three days. Three days, three weeks. Right. But he had announced earlier that his wife... Uh, has severe breast cancer. Yeah, that's sad. So he's with her. You know, it's it's rough. You would think people would say, like, this guy's like Len Slice. He does, I mean, TV appearances. All the, yeah. There's got to be a reason. He's not on vacation. He's saying, right. oh, he must be Maybe on vacation. He had COVID. 
What? But the point being is, his wife has breast cancer. They got three daughters. There is a crisis going on in the state that he is the governor of. And he is not addressing it. Oh, excuse me. And meantime, Boudicier, 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 Boudicier is on paternity leave for, uh, what, three months? They, I don't remember any of us having not being able to get our Christmas presents. For some reason, the bagel store by you has no, 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 no cream no, cheese. No cream cheese. No, I, I, I don't no believe, peppermint. I sent you a text no with cars. a photo of all of the Ramsey cream cheese. Subaru has I to buy cars. I could have driven some in from Long Island, and I would assume that cream cheese came from someplace like in New York City, where it was made, they don't make cream cheese on Long Island. No, they were hoarding it out there. No, I don't, they're hoarding it. You can't, hoard, you can't hold cream cheese Black for more market. than a week. Black it lasts a week. Okay, <laughs> so it was. It's there. I, I've, I have no problem getting it. But he is in charge. He's the number one guy. Nobody's complaining. The guy was it. speaking of talking about how great he was in dealing with COVID all these years, and now COVID's come back in Florida with a vengeance, and we haven't heard from him. So it's, you, you think people would prefer to be in New York instead of Florida? I think so, yeah. There's I mean, leadership in New York. No masks, no social distancing. Life is normal I get in it. Florida. I get it. But you know what? We've got to take this seriously until we understand it. We don't really understand it. So we've got to, we've got to work on it. Here. I know, but we're crippled. I, I know. Look. Uh, it's great. Eric There's Adams gotta, is the new mayor. Yeah, he's uh, brought in energy in that de Blasio didn't have. But you walk down these major streets yeah. in Manhattan, the empty storefronts. You look at the offices. Seventy-five percent of these offices are dark. They're never going to come back. Right. So, so, you know, uh, the reality is, is that people prefer living in Florida. No, no. What's happened right now with these offices and why we're losing some of these businesses that deal with the people in the offices People are not coming back to the office. We've discovered that we don't need to be in an office. Exactly. And that's a problem for commercial real estate. But what I think is going to happen over the next five to ten years here in New York City, a lot of this office space is going to get converted to uh, residential or mixed use. And you're going to see a resurgence in the city where creative class people come into the city. People who have to work together, artists, musicians, engineers, people who it, it makes sense to be together will be together. And you won't have like lawyers and you know accountants that really don't need to be in the same room with each other working in the same office. No, no, you're a lawyer. You're Mr. Esquire, right? Yeah, I mean, so what, why would I drag my... And I used to drag myself into the city to be a lawyer, drag myself downtown to my law firm, and then I go sit in an office by myself all day, and then I drag myself home. Researching, what was the purpose? Researching, researching. What was the point of that? Yeah, well, my wife said the same thing. She's an e-attorney. They, they used to go into their little cubicles. Right. Uh, they'd have to be researching these uh, manifestos, these documents, because the big farmer was getting sued. So right. they, they would turn to the law firm and say, find out where we're vulnerable. And that's all they would do all day. They, you could do that from their home. You do it from anywhere. Anywhere right. now. And you have a better quality of life. Much better. If you have children, you're able to spend more time with your Absolutely. children. And if you have a husband or a wife, you're able to keep an eye on them <laughs> so that they're not cheating on you, claiming, oh, I got to work late uh, at the office tonight, right? No working late. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And if you're working late, you just work late. You know, I got to take a call at 7 o'clock, no big deal. You know, I hop on a Zoom. Who cares? It's. I, I think people are happier. Well, look. What is the benefit? Is it more important that people have a better quality of life or that the city, you know, makes uh, oogles of money when, in fact, the better quality of life is the route to go? I think that prices in this city have gotten out of control the last 20 years. They're going to come back. There's going to be a real adjustment here in the city of New York. Quality of life is very important to everybody. You're going to have younger, more active, more creative class well, people living in the city. Uh, the one building that will remain is Trump Tower. 
uh, whether he becomes president again or does not. Trump Tower yeah, will just, remain They're going to just change the name of it. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-WABC. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. The aggressive progressive Christopher Hahn. It's a 77 WABC debate. Heavyweight slugfest on New York's news and talk station 77 WABC. 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-WABC. Chris Hahn, Curtis Sliwa with you until 5. Then Curtis will be back from 9 to 1 a.m. taking your calls all night. And then Frank Morano, who's sobering up uh, from his uh, annual event in uh, uh, Atlantic City. He calls it the fromage, the cheese and wine. Uh, basically, uh, get drunk and eat cheese event. Hmm. So he'll be back uh, to do uh, the other side. He's of probably a little backed up. Right, the, I would think after all that cheese. Five. And then the boys return. Bernard McGurk and Sid Rosenberg, uh, they'll be back at it from 6 to 10. There you go. There you go. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-WABC. Pete over in Staten Island. Been holding on. Pete, how you doing? Hey, Curtis. Hey, Chris. How are you doing? I could cover three things for you if you want. Go ahead. I could start with cheesecake. Curtis knows I was on the air with him last night. I did attack the cheesecake. I ate the whole thing from Junior's. I could uh, talk on the Rockettes. My wife was a choreologist for uh, the Rockettes. She actually was a Rockette for six years. She was. And she, yeah, she left that and job. Wait a minute, and she settled in Staten Island? Poor woman. He married me because I was a stagehand, and that's what a lot of the Rockettes do. They marry people in productions and stage guys. My buddy Bobby, uh, I'll say Bobby D. I don't want to say his last name in case uh, he might get mad. Bobby De Niro? <laughs> his name was Bobby Demler. He uh, okay. actually was, uh, when Letterman was on, he used to operate the forklift with the bookmobile. No, I... There was always used to do the book reviews, okay? And what happened was, this is the little funny story. I could tell you the ones that ain't rated R because there's a lot of ones rated R, all right? But one of them was the girls used to sunbathe on the top of the roof of uh, Radio City. So the guys used to go and watch them upstairs because they would, not to get any line for the sun, you know, they would <laughs> they would be nude. So one day... Uh, they didn't know when they seen Bobby Demler, and they said to him, Bobby, come on to the roof. Then Rockettes is sunbathing, and he goes up there, and there's the girls and his wife sunbathing. He went berserk. He beat the hell out of all the guts. They what? All right. That's where they used to go. Pete, thanks for your call. 1-800-848-9222. Bunch of pervs. Yeah, geez, oh, Pete. Going on the roof jeez. and eyeballing the Rockettes, sunbathing with no tops <laughs> I mean, and no bottoms on. I assume on. they sunbathed with no tops on. I mean, uh, most people do. 1-800-848-9222. Let me go to John in Putnam. John. Hey, Chris. Curtis, how are you? Happy New Year. Hey, Chris, I got to tell you, you know, it's nice to see that you are still just as passionate and still just as misguided as you were back in uh, Professor Goldstein's classes back in... Oh, my God, Professor Goldstein. He was one of my favorites. He taught me how to uh, read the New York Times. (laughs) Yes, he did. That was one of the things he insisted we do. And I I still think that, uh, you know, quite frankly, I stopped reading the New York Times right after that. But, hey, that's just me. Clearly you didn't. But, uh, Dad, you know, I think oh, of you guys, course, <laughs> clearly, <laughs> I think you 
guys are on to something with the uh, your your thoughts about the blood type. Um, you know, I've been around a lot of people that tested positive, and you know, even people that I was around and hugged and uh, you know kissed, even though they tested positive a few days later, I did not. Um, and I'm type O negative, so huh. I think it, it, there's something to be said about this blood type creating some sort of natural immunity that we need to pay more attention to and really do some more research on. I, I, I agree. I think, look, I think we're going to figure things out here. Uh, we don't know yet. And again, I wouldn't suggest that anybody who has type O negative not get boosted and vaxxed. I'm boosted and vaxxed. You're boosted. And, I don't know if you're boosted. I know no, you're no boost. Just vaxxed. Just go get boosted. Two shots. Uh, well, let me ask you this question. He brought up a situation, Professor Goldstein. What mm. what, what school was that? The University of Albany, baby. All right. And he taught you to read the New York Times? It's funny. He One of the requirements of the class is that you get a subscription to the New York Times. Yes. And that you read it every day, yes. cover to cover. Mm. Uh, which I did. And, and you know, he basically taught you, like, look, you can't read this whole paper all the time. you got to read what's important in the story. You read the lead, you read a little bit of the base of it, and then you move on. And, and you had to buy that uh, subscription, and what year was that? Uh, in 93, I think, 92. Right, so let me take you to 1965. <laughs> I'm going to uh, St. Matthew's uh, Catholic School, right. the Irish Nuns. Um, on Utica Avenue, Eastern Parkway. He was also my advisor, Professor Goldstein. Oh. He was my advisor who allowed me to change my major two weeks before I graduated so I can graduate. Well, there were no Jewish nuns, I can assure you that. No. So the uh, mother superior calls up my mother, Francesca, and says, you got to transfer Curtis out of here to a public school in Canarsie. So she thinks I did something wrong. So she goes up there, she's nervous, and she's, Curtis is languishing. You know, there's 40 kids in a class. Yep, you got yep. the advanced. You got those in the middle and those who are slow. Right. We can only, we, we, we can't give a specialized uh, curriculum. He's doing great, but he's languishing. So they transfer me to PS114, Jungle Jenny Wilson's class. 30 Jewish kids, one Dutch reform, the last of Peter Stuyvesant's relatives, Beth right. White, and me, the Gentile. I walk into the class, you know, first period. They're getting the New York Times free. The New York Times used to deliver right. their newspapers to cultivate readers in fourth yeah, grade. Yeah, it was like a dollar a week when I was right, when you no, were in college. Nothing, nothing. And these kids are reading it above the fold, below the fold. They're reading the economic section. Before that, my current events was the weekly reader. Big pictures, yeah. no $5 words. First question for because current events was the first subject. Um can you tell me uh, where Bosnia Herzegovina is? Ira Breskin's up. Lee Rosen's. Uh, uh, all, the, all, all the Jewish kids, they, they were like horse shack, you know. I turned to Beth White and said, how the hell did they even know? They said, watch. They'll know. <laughs> and they were nailing it. Because you're reading. Had to read the New York Times. I, I, I read Newsday my whole life. From the time I was 11, I had a paper route. I would read the paper. No, no, no comparison. No comparison. It, there's so much more to it. But I, I will tell daily news. I, I will tell you this: there was a columnist in Newsday who I would read regularly. I won't tell you his name because because the story's a little blue. Uh, I'm in college one night, and I'm talking to this girl at a bar. She tells me her name, and I asked her if she was related to this columnist. She goes, "That columnist is my father. How do you know him?" Mm. I go, I've been reading him since I was 11 years old. I oh, love his so work. you were safe. You were safe. I hooked up with her. <laughs> it was wow. the easiest. Well, anyway. I, I won't say her name, I but I to, loved it. I would One of the deliver best the nights, daily news. nights of my life. Right. I would deliver the Daily News, and on the back, 
they would have the columnists. Right. Never happened before. You would actually get sports. Dick Young, he was the big come. His story would be on the back page because back then you had to depend on the paper for your sports. There was no ESPN, no 24-hour sports. So I would read the Daily News from the back cover to the front, which is like a booker boy, like you would read Talmud or Torah. Right. Oh, it's the best. Imagine. Dick Young, and he would refuse to refer to Muhammad Ali uh, as Muhammad Ali. Horrible. You call him Cassius Clay. Call him Muhammad Ali. Cassius Clay. The greatest. Oh, the greatest. So, the so greatest. Good. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-WABC. Maria in Old Bridge. How you doing? Hi, guys. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Um, I've My comment is this. I am very... The country's divided. I'm an independent. <clears throat> I I voted for Clinton in the past. I voted for Trump. I think it's very important, no matter what your belief is, to go, just like people say, follow the science, follow the facts. For, for Chris to say that, 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 you know, DeSantis this, DeSantis that, and New York is not so bad, you're so totally off. It's disgraceful. Number two, can you just for once admit that the collusion, the Russian collusion that they put Trump through and the fake dossier, that that was all fake and a lie? Can you get yourself to do No, I'm not going to admit that that was a lie. But why not? Because it wasn't all a lie. Some of it, look, first of all, we always talk about this dossier the wrong way. People want to say that. The dossier says there's a tape of Trump being peed on. That's not what the dossier says. The dossier says that there's a tape of Trump paying prostitutes to pee on a bed that Obama once slept in. But you that is very that. different. You don't believe that. Come on. A lot of the other stuff in there has been proven true. We always like to talk about how it wasn't, but the, the financial stuff. So yeah, but even, even Schiff is running away from that. I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I think why, by why now, you, I think by with now, all the things you have to hang on I, I will, leading I will, up to January 6th. I will 6th, not hang my hat on that give, right, right, give I, I that will, up. I will hang up my beret <laughs> and I will say that I do not agree with the P-tape until somebody presents now, now, me with that. Now, let me ask answer. you a question because Schiff is also a member of this committee, the January 6th committee, yes. with Cheney and others. Yes. Uh, and he's the chairman. I forget which yep. committee. Uh, he loses that chairman. Where does he go? I mean, he'll be vilified. Uh, I think he's going to run for Senate. In Cali, or governor, Cali. Or in- governor or Senate or something. Because I, I don't think, actually, Diane Feinstein is going to retire. And I believe he's going to run for Senate. Y- y- you think? You yeah. think it's about time? You think she's the poster child for term limits? I think it's time. Yeah, I think it's time. I don't believe in term limits. You know that. But I, I, I do think it's time. You know, before, before we ended up with Harris as senator, as she jumped from attorney general there to senator, there was Barbara Boxer. Who was great. A regular you, guest on the Chris Hodge. You know where Barbara Boxer was from? She was from San Originally. Francisco. No, no. Where she was born and raised. Well, she was born out here in Brooklyn. That's she right. She went Brooklyn. to Madison High School uh, with Chuck Schumer. I don't think she went to Madison. I'm pretty sure she did. I've driven we got, we got to test yeah, her. I'll ask her next time I talk to her. I, think, I talk to her. I think she went to the pillbox, uh, which was right next to Kings County. Maybe. Uh, maybe. With Marty Markowitz, who was the old borough president before Eric Adams was the Brooklyn borough president. Uh, I, I think so. Okay. Or maybe. I'll ask her. I For some reason, I thought she went to Madison. Maybe she didn't. Yeah, she went there. I know that Bernie did. Yeah. And I know that Chuck did. And I know right. that the former senator from Minnesota, uh, Coleman. Minnesota. Who Coleman. Was, Norm who Coleman. Was, who was related to Sid Rosenberg. Yeah. Norm Coleman, who and, was a Republican. And, and then there's uh, also, remember, the former chief justice, 
no longer with us, Ginsburg. Yep. And the most important graduate of all of Madison, our own cousin Brucey. Cousin Brucey. But I, I'm telling you, I don't believe she went to Madison. She probably didn't. You're right. I I, think, I'm not, now that I think ooh, about it, you're ooh, right. Ooh, ooh. She went to the high school pillbox right there, Kings County. Ooh, 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 ooh. The one Marty Markowitz went to. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You can't remember the name? The name is on the tip of my well, tongue. Well, you think about it during Roger the break. Brown 1 800 848 We will get to these calls. 1 800 848 WABC. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. The aggressive progressive Christopher Hahn. It's a 77 WABC debate. Heavyweight slugfest on New York's news and talk station. 77 WABC. 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-WABC. I guess we should take some calls. Absolutely. A lot of calls here. Let's go to uh, Pat in Queens. Pat. Yeah, good afternoon, gentlemen. Just a quickie on diverticulitis. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm a retired RN. Almost killed me, and I t- told the world that uh, it was like having a baby through my mm. rectum. Well, I want the world to know. Okay. okay. What, did you, what did you use to remedy it, though, Pat? I came home still very sick. I developed other things from this. We'll tell you if you need to hear that part. Dr. Pressman's GI repair. Mm. Dr. Pressman passed. Yeah, see, he's the, the best. You see, everybody always talks about their doctor as yeah. being the best. You know my doctor, Vinny Bumbats. Yes, yes. Always <laughs> the best. How always can they the always be the best? I always ask a doctor when I go to see them. By the way, could I see uh, your lineup card lately of some of your patients? How right. many of them are room temperature? Right. How many of them are alive? They get uh, they get very upset <laughs> when I ask them. One eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. Mike in Staten Island. Mike. Hello. 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 Yeah, I've been on the hold for a long time. What's going on here? Well, it's a very yeah, popular and by show, the way, Mike. <laughs> talk into the phone. Yeah, Mike, you're on the air now. How about that? I'm actually on a ladder right now trying to cut a tile out. But anyway, Aaron Bardot on Richmond Terrace and Port Richmond Avenue. Okay, you said Richmond Road before, but he did die penniless, okay, like you I, said. I, I apologize. Richmond Terrace, not Richmond Road. Oh, you right, got to get your street names right. In the shadow it's of the Terrace. Bridge. They're all Richmond something over okay. there, which is why I never go. I, I get lost every time I'm on Staten Island. Yeah, yeah, okay. Go ahead. A couple years ago, we had to escort the Rockettes one time. Yeah. Um, off a bus someplace in midtown Manhattan. And I found them myself. I must have been in my 30s at the time. But I found them as like a bunch of old ladies with caked on makeup. And they had great bodies, but their faces were kind of really rough. Yeah, I'd like to see who you're. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why, uh, Mike. You're you're in Staten, Italy. You're you're, list, you're used to those supreme cousinettes. They would never hire the ethnic types. If you notice, whenever you right. look at a rocket, and you you were able to get up close and personal, I did. With them, no ethnic looks. I, I got to tell you, I found them stunning. And I was in my 20s at the time. But so. they would be like the all-American look. Yeah, they had an all-American look. They were not in their rocket gear when I met them. They were promoting this workout video they came out with. Right. So they were in, like, workout clothes. But I would bet you the people who screen them determine if they're, you know, they're going to make the cut. 
when they look at an ethnic look, they say, no, no. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't remember that. I know that they were all different ethnicities, the women that were yeah, there. Yeah, but they probably had to have that pixie, all-American look. They all, all kind of looked look. the same, yes. but they may have been Latina. They were definitely oh, yeah. was African-American. No, and, and the woman, but the, the even redhead. They, even they, they have that all-American yeah, look. Yeah, it's a great they – were, they were, look, I love them. one 800 John in Morrisville. John. Good afternoon, Chris and Curtis. How you doing? I want to go over two expressions that yeah. Curtis Lewa uses very often. One is Ugats. The full expression is Ugats the mean. I'll use the I'll use the expression in a sentence. Radio personality and man about town, Bo Beetle knows Ugats <laughs> about nothing. I don't think you'd say that to his face. Right. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Gee, I, I, I truncated it a little bit. It means the same thing. It's like bupkis in Yiddish. Uh, yeah, exactly. It nothing. U- Ugats. It's an Italian expression. Yeah. I and I I come from a very well, Italian well, these family. These last two callers. They're like they're, they're like, like picky, they're picky, picky, picky. They're mad. No, this the guy, guy tells one me, guy oh, tells me the the Rockettes weren't good looking enough right, right. for him when and, he was in his thirties. And then he's he's hanging tile. He's hanging right? tile. On he's on a speaker freaking phone. Right. And then he's got to tell me Aaron Burr. No, he was in Richmond Terrace, not Richmond. Road. Right. Excuse no, me. Right. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry. And then this guy, you're using it wrong, Ugats. Ugats. Uh, that guy who called it, both of those guys, they know Ugats about let radio. Me tell you. Let me explain something. What should I use now? Bupkis? Bupkis? I should I use the Yiddish instead of the Italian? Ugats. one 800 wibc Arthur in Bay Ridge. I sold Joe's name is girlfriend. She was a rocket right down at back. Oh, that's Steve. From Manhattan, oh. go Buchanan. Do you think that Steve Buchanan's also Joe from Manhattan? No, no, no. That I, guy's I, been holding see, on for a my, while. My ear picks it up right away. See, our, our phone screener here has cauliflower ear. Yeah. You know what you should do? What Frank Morano suggests, uh, phone screener, uh, get a paper clip and clean the wax out of your ears. <laughs> he did a program of like a half hour about that. Paperclip, huh? Yeah. I, I, Cleaning the wax I, out again, of Again, uh, to all of you out there who take medical advice from Curtis Lewa, <laughs> I want to remind you that that, that is not the position that of WABC Radio. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, Red Apple, more broadcasting, exactly, whatever exactly. company owns this place. That's we right. do not, Chris Hahn, we disavow anything that Curtis Completely. Lewa thinks. If you really want medical advice, go listen to Joe Rogan, but I wouldn't do that either. Uh, <laughs> 1-800-848-9222-1-800-848-WABC. Let me go to Joe in Manhattan. And hold on. Almost the entire show. Joe. Listen, I want to mention something. Don't cut me off within seconds because you do that habitually, Chris. <laughs> now, here is my point. That show right now is the most boring. You know why? It's no slugfest. You've been kissing each other's butts throughout the show I've been listening to for the past. Joe, you have been holding on for 90 minutes. You have been listening to the entire show. And you're going to tell me that this is not an entertaining show? What else do you have going? You know what? There are a million other things you could be doing right now besides listening to us on the radio. But you have chosen to stay, not only listen to us, but to stay on hold for 87 minutes. And you're going to tell me you're not entertained? You are absolutely loving the show, Joe. You are our biggest fan. By the way, you mentioned Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Do uh, you hear who he is endorsed for president? Remember, he used to be a Bernie bro. Yeah, who's he? I have not heard. Uh, he wants uh, Michelle Obama to run for he president. He did say if she runs, she'd win. It's probably no, no, true. He wa- he's supporting her. Now, 
She's this, living her best life. I don't think she wants that. I, I don't. <laughs> you, you see, that's why you cannot follow this guy. He's he, a comedian. Exactly. His, you know, his he's claim a muscle to fame head. is that he used to make people eat bugs right, and on he's national a, television. He's a muscle head. Yeah. You know, came out of Newark. And he's from Newark, huh? Yeah, disparaged me. You don't get away with that. Oh, well, disparaged me. I have disparaged you, and we yeah, should be along. Yeah, but we got to sit together. I do it personally. I do it to your face, though. I don't do it like behind but your I back. But I don't get this about this guy. It's sort of like he talks what do you call caca. Yeah, he's crazy. one 800 848 wabc Gus in Levittown. Hello. Hello. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing good, man. Good. Hey, you know, I see you on Fox. You used to be on Tucker a lot and other Fox shows. And they seem to bring out the worst in you. Because <laughs> listening to you on the radio, see if you agree, Curtis, I don't know. He sounds more sensible. You sound more sensible on well, radio. Look, it's really not fair because he, when he's put on these shows on Fox, he's given a very limited time period. He's got to oftentimes defend the policy that the host or the guests are attacking. So he doesn't really get to uh, talk about all these other topics I, I, that I'm, are not political. I'm also not on Fox for you to like me. I'm like uh, Gaius Baltar on Fox. You know who Gaius Baltar is? Well, no. Okay, well, then you should really watch Battlestar Galactica, which the reboot, which came out in the early 2000s, one of the greatest shows ever. Well, in let, me make, uh, let me make Gaius Baltar's the bad guy on, on Battlestar Galactica, who's not really bad. He's, it, well, you it, know it's, who, he's the straw that stirs the drink. You know who uh, played that role years ago until his unfortunate demise? Great, great radio guy, Alan B. Combs. Yeah. Alan would come on. And they'd smack him around. Friend of mine, too. Right. Really good yeah. radio guy. Overnights was his best. Great theater of the mind. And then he'd smack him around for a few minutes. And he could never talk about anything other than politics. So it would almost be like every time you're going to see Chris Hahn on Fox, it's like going to a diner. He's got to order turkey and mash. Turkey and mash. Um, turkey I am, and mash. So there are two types of Democrats on Fox. They're the kind who are like, go along to get along, who I always think is ridiculous. And then there's guys like me. They bring in when they want an aggressive progressive. Somebody who's going to fight back, who's going to hold their ground. And, you know, I land my shots when I can, and otherwise I just do my four minutes and I move on. Ooh. Here, I'm for two hours. Ooh. Ooh. I'm talking about all you're, get, you're getting a little more detail here. Ooh. Ooh. I'm trying to remember what high school in Brooklyn that Barbara Boxer went to. Ooh. Ooh. Let's ask Dave in the Bronx. Let, let, let's ask Dave Ooh. in the Bronx. Dave. Roger Brown went there. Ooh. Dave, Ooh. where did Barbara Boxer go? Guys, uh, George Wingate. She yes, went yes, the pillbox. Ah, George Wingate. It was built, if you remember, Dave, just like a pillbox. It was supposed to be state-of-the-art high right. school. It's like a mini Pentagon when you look at it. As she went there. Marty Markowitz went there. Roger Brown, a great uh, PSIL uh, basketball player, went there. Wingate. She is great. Apologize. You said she went to Madison. I, I take it back. I uh, I wanted to apologize now, to all the listeners on 77 WABC for my misinformation about Barbara Boxer's because high school. You know how liberal and progressive she was. She basically went to high school the same time that the Schnoz, Barbara Streisand, went to Erasmus in Flatbush. Both of them moved to the West Coast almost the same time. And notice, they were a replication of one another's politics. Two girls from Brooklyn. Barbara Boxer is one of the best radio guests ever. She could talk about 
any topic. She gets the entertainment value of it. She's fantastic. Well, uh, let me I've ask had her you on my radio show five or six times. When you look at Diane Feinstein, by the way, I uh, when I uh, started the Guardian Angels in San Francisco, I had a meeting with her. Was she mayor of San Francisco, yes. or, like president of the city council? She wanted specifically to meet with me to tell me she was going to run me, the vigilante, out that we'd be, we're not going to so be So this hanging. is like, what, 1979, maybe? No, no, that's like uh, mid-80s. 82? Right. She's and been she's, in the Senate since the 80s. Right. She, say, she said to me, you're not going to be hanging bodies from Polk Street, you know, telephone posts. I said, lady... It's the gay and lesbian community that invited us into the Castro because they're beating up gays and lesbians. Right. Not in my city. Were you wearing red berets in San Francisco, or did they they try to spice up the outfit? No, a no, bit? no. Our, same our headquarters crappy outfit was that you in have here the in Castro. Yeah. It was in the Castro, and yet she still wanted to attack us. I hate that woman with a passion. Oh, you hate too much, man. It but takes too much energy did, to hate. Why did Boxer, I don't hate anybody. I don't even hate Donald Trump. But next time you do it, why did she leave the Senate? We ended up with Harris because of that. She left. She's Some, cogent. She uh, has an awesome Because she's like, faculty. hey, you know what I'd like to do? Something else. I really, This is the thing. I, I don't understand people who go on forever. They have to be there yeah, forever. I, 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 no, just at some point you say, I'm good. Because, you know, I, done believe, it. I believe in term limits. But uh, now she served more than a normal term limit. She, like, like, uh, she did like 24 years right, in the right. Senate. I, I believe two right. six-year terms. That's out. There you go. Uh, if you're in the Senate. I think, I think if, we had, if we had fair campaign finance laws in this country where everybody had a level playing field, you wouldn't need term but limits. But think of it. Barbara Boxer, Dianne Feinstein. Dianne Feinstein completely lost it. Very liberal. Uh, Barbara Boxer, cogent, has her faculties, very liberal. She's living her best life. And she left the Senate. And because of that, we ended up with Harris. And you know the rest of the story. She's vice president. If she didn't leave the Senate, we would not have had Harris. You don't know that. Harris might have run for governor. She might have won. And well, she might true. still be that's vice true. She might be president. Okay. No, no, that's right? true. I that's mean, true. so you don't know where it would have went. But I, I think Barbara Boxer w- did a great job. And I also think that who, she who knew when to walk away. Who would have spent more time in the mirror primping for an interview? Newsom or Harris? <laughs> I got to give it to Newsom on that. Newsom's, yeah, exactly. Newsom's kind of pretty. Pretty poor. He's very pretty. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-WABC. Let me go to Raji in the Bronx. Hello. In Manhattan or New York City. Well, Bronx is, of course, part of New York City. However, uh, to be exact, borough-wise, I'm here in Manhattan, sitting down, listening to you two. But I want to bring up something grammatically, uh, which you used incorrectly as an attorney. I'm embarrassed uh, in your behalf, Mr. Khan. Mr. Khan. It's not savings time. It's saving time. Savings applies to bank accounts. I mean, we got, like, grammatical people there talking about my grammar. Three I'm people. sitting here with Tur- Curtis Sliwa. Right. Have you ever heard anybody massacre the English All language right. so, more? I say savings time instead of saving time. And Raji, so, from, by the way, I'm not the one who put up you're from the Bronx. The guys on the other side of the glass did. So So blame them for not knowing where you're calling. So, Chris, we scored the Trinity, the trifecta, the troika of people correcting us. So we have the guy who said it's more than Ugats. Ugats. Then we had the guy who was on a ladder fixing his tiles. Telling us that the the Rockettes aren't attractive. Right. But also he said, (laughs) hey, uh, knucklehead sleeve, it's Richmond Terrace, not Richmond Road, where Aaron Burr died in the poorhouse. Excuse me. And now Raj uh, giving it to you, drilling you. Because I said savings as opposed to saving. 
Okay. Did you ever have a savings book account? I still do. Right. At first, they had, did they have you do that in elementary school? I got one when I was a little kid. You put a little, they give you a book. Yeah. I think mine was the East New York Savings Bank, which was on the corner of Atlantic Avenue and Rockaway. Hmm. Atlantic Avenue and Rockaway Park. I'm pretty sure that was it. Little book, he put like, what, uh, 10 cents a week. Yeah. They'd stamp it. And they would I, teach you how to save money. I had a paper route when I, like I said, when I was 11 years old, and I would put like five dollars a week into my savings. And, uh, wait a second, how did you get that? Because there had to be people there who were not paying you when you show up on Friday or Saturday to collect. No, they were. They would always pay. This is a suburb. Oh, it, it was, I wasn't doing it in Ozone Park. It was. It was they weren't <laughs> well on the streets on you, of huh? Ronkonkoma. They weren't saying, "Hey, kid, <laughs> uh, uh, I'll give you an extra tip next Friday." When I, I was a very good paper boy. Okay, on Sunday morning, if you woke up at 6 a.m., your paper was on your doorstep with a rubber band around it. Now, now, what happens if you uh, were watching the weather forecast the night before and there was a threat of rain? Now, when it's dark like now, you would know. Yeah. You couldn't tell. So how did you preemptively make sure that that paper wasn't going to get I would put the papers in a bag, and I would put a bag over my basket so that they were always white, and I'd put them... On the thing. Oh, wow. I man. was good at it. All right, one 800 How were you? 9222 1-800-848-WABC. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. The aggressive progressive Christopher Hahn. It's a 77 WABC debate. Heavyweight slugfest on New York's news and talk station. 77 WABC. Ah, this is your music. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-WABC. Curtis Slewa, Chris Hahn with you till 5. Curtis will be back at 9, so don't you worry about that. Let's get some of these calls in here. Let's go to Dennis and see for Dennis. Hey, Curtis, it's a pleasure speaking with you. Dennis, not so much. I mean, uh, uh, Chris, I got a question for you. I worked with you. And you would never like this. And I've seen your wife, so I understand why you like Rockettes. You bring her out to the holiday parties. So, you know, stop with the nonsense. What are you, what are you, you know saying? Because my wife is tall? I, I don't, are, you, are you making fun of my wife? I, I want to see your wife, Dennis. one 800 848 Oh, man. He, he dissed you big time. He, he said are, you he, a, are you a shorty short to your wife? Well, my wife is... Probably about a half inch taller than Wow, yeah. so are you like a, And then when she puts on heels, she looks like she's 10 feet you tall. You know, remember when Kissinger <laughs> finally got married, and I forget who we married, was like uh, 10 feet tall. Yeah, and, well, tall women are attractive. Of, now, my wife, Nancy, thinks that she's taller than me, and I tell her, you're not taller than me. Doesn't she's on her tippy toes? She's know. wearing heels. Uh, she is not taller than me. But your wife can claim that she's taller. than My you. wife and my younger daughter is now taller than. Is me. that is that the reason you have this uh, Nepo- uh, Napoleonic uh, complex? You think I have a Napoleonic complex? Yeah, yeah. me, a guy, a liberal who goes on Fox News. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's the Napoleon. Well, because short, that's where Napoleon. Shorty, be. short guys. Napoleon would be like would be me like going on Morning Joe every day. And just talking about whatever liberal thing was on. You know, I'd love to have you. Here I am at WABC, where I'm the literally one of the only liberal voices. I mean, there's some that are kind of liberal, but I'm the most aggressive. I heard the guy the other day kvetching on air. He had no liberal to debate Don Bongino. Yeah, what is you know, Dan? um, Dan, I saw I saw your post with the empty chair uh, on your show on Saturday night. Um, You know my phone number, Dan. 
You know it. I didn't understand We've talked that. You're, we're you're like, friends. You're always you available. You're like I, Len's I life. have a studio in my basement. If you couldn't find somebody, if they pulled out at the last minute, you could have called me, just like Channel 5 did the other now, night. Now, wasn't he originally from Long Island? I think he's from the city. He was a New York City cop. Yeah, he yeah. might have been from hey, Long come Island. Come on. Most Dan and I are friends. I, I talked to Dan off the air. Most cops are from Long I, Island. I know, his, I know his producer. She was. She went to college with my daughter. You could have Yeah, so what was the empty chair? I think he's doing shtick. I really? think he's trying to say people are too afraid to come on with Stick. him. I will tell you right now, Dan, uh, I'm Chris Hahn, and I'm not afraid to go on with you. I'm not afraid to go on with Tucker anymore either, but Tucker doesn't have me on because I called him what he is, a conspiracy theorist. Oh, 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 oh. So he doesn't want me on his air anymore because I called him a conspiracy theorist, yet he continues to push conspiracy theorists. Now, now who is your favorite uh, host there or hostess at... Uh Fox News that you uh, love to be able to spar with. Well, I love Judge Janine. I love sparring oh, with Judge Janine. Yeah. I do her show. I haven't done it in a while, but I do her. She used to do her show a lot. I love Dana, Dana Perino. Oh, okay, I think she's fantastic because she, even though she's a Republican, she comes from the governing class, the governing she's wing a, of the Republican she's Party. A, a Bushy, right? she's a Bushy. Right, yeah, right. so she's from from that era, and I think that she does pretty good. She's a pretty good. And host. what about the Rock Rib All American Conservative Voice of Reason from Franklin Square, Long Island? My brother in solidarity, Sean Hannity. Uh, Sean Hannity is the guy who made me who I am. See, uh, he brought me in. I made I made sure you mentioned he, that. he did. He and I, I you know, I, I have nothing bad to say about Sean. I don't do his show a whole lot. Lately, probably because I did a lot of Megyn Kelly at one point. And, yeah, I don't know. No, no, I understand. I understand. <laughs> you made the wrong choice. <laughs> you know, she left. Well, she doesn't even invite you on that podcast, and nobody. They actually to. do invite me on the podcast, but I just don't have the Come time on, to do it. At this, everybody point. has a podcast. My plumber has a podcast. My dentist, in fact, tomorrow. You have a plumber in that three hundred eighty square foot apartment? Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, I need it all the time. But anyway. uh I got to go because uh, my front tooth is loose. So tomorrow I got to get it put back in. And the, uh, right away, the dentist is going to, uh, you know, I got a podcast. You got to listen to a podcast. Oh, you got to listen to my podcast. I mean, who has time to listen to all these podcasts? I listen to live talk radio. And if I can't catch the program, then I listen to it on podcasts. I do on listen WABC to a lot of talk radio, radio on podcasts. And I, I do listen to some podcasts as well. Well, you got to listen. You got to give a critique. Uh, father and son, my oldest son, Anthony, 18 now, interns here at WABC. We do a podcast. You can get it at WABCradio.com. It's called The Father and Son. It's called Curtis and Anthony. Now you're giving him his cut, right? You're not just, you're not well, holding the money. Well, he's really upset now. He thinks it should be called Anthony and Curtis. He may not do the fourth podcast. Who's he think he is? Chris Hahn? Uh, yes. <laughs> Mr. Big Stuff, who does he think <laughs> he is? Who does he think he is? <laughs> he's a good looking kid. Takes after his mother. Oh, of course. Uh, which of course. Is, which and very well behaved, takes after his stepfather. Yeah, not me. <laughs> so that's a, for sure. It's a very interesting... That's right. David Patterson is his stepfather. Yeah, I mean, he's a very well behaved, nice, polite kid. Boy, this is the crazy world of Curtis Sliwa. Almost everyone that I've been affiliated with in my life is with somebody that you couldn't... Abs- you would say no. And it's like, what? Can't. Ab- How is that possible? Yeah. And the funny thing is, is you all get along. <laughs> For the most part. Well, you think. I don't you think did. you get along with the, the DA out in Queens. Uh, I have to. She's got my two youngest sons. You're not sons. along. No. No. Unfortunately. No. Sadly. That's it. Look, look, look. She's a Democrat through and through. How can I? But she's a law and order Democrat. Well, like that's what our you, new mayor, is, Eric Adams. There is no DA who's law and order in this town. Maybe the guy, uh, the ambulance chaser out in uh, Staten Island, but they cut him loose. <laughs> you don't think that... Your former wife is a law and order no. wife, former, I don't know what we call her, lover, <laughs> the mother of your children. That's right. You don't believe that she is a law and order no, DA? No, way. No, that's like Eric Gonzalez in Brooklyn, no way. Bronx, no way. Manhattan, the new guy in Manhattan, 
He's like, DSA, turn him loose, cut we got, him loose. We got a minute left before we go off the air here, and you'll be back at, at uh, 9 o'clock. You got something nice to say about your former opponent as he takes office here in New York City, Eric Adams? I don't know. He's doing a good job right out of the box. Look, it, 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 it's so much better than Bill de Blasio. Oh, it was depressing. Totally. Uh, I will say this. When he rode that J train his first day in office and he stared down at the three guys who were brawling on Kostrusko Street, the one difference is he was all Armani down with his Ferragamo <laughs> Well, he's shoes. the mayor. Yeah, but Ferragamo Not shoes. Not a street cop anymore. You know, Curtis, I'd have been over that turnstile. I'd have been brawling with those guys down in the street. Which is why we did not elect you mayor of the city of New York. Oh, I'd have knocked Could all you three imagine those guys the lawsuit out. they would have had if the mayor himself I'd have knocked all three them of up. them out. They'd have been sucking concrete. Chris on Curtis Lee, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.